I can't even begin to count the number of times I have seen students, parents, teachers, all expressing their frustration to one degree or another with remote learning. It is very much a fact of life for many of us, most of us these days, whether it's a couple of days a week or every day. And it has been a difficult adjustment for a lot of people. Help is on the way. The University of Illinois Springfield to offer a webinar this coming Monday, first in a series of these online discussions to help people navigate this new frontier and help students get the education they need and deserve even in the midst of a pandemic to help us make sense of it all dr vicky uh, excuse me dr vicky cook is with us Uh, she's the director of online learning at the university of illinois springfield dr cook thanks for joining us here this afternoon we appreciate it well thank you for having me jim Uh, we'll get into the details of the webinar itself how people can sign up for it in just a moment but i wanted to to start just by asking in some general terms about remote learning in a way it seems a little counterintuitive that this would be so daunting for us. Most of us spend a lot of time on computers every day, whether it's uh, our our desktop or a laptop, a tablet, our smartphones. Our kids seem to be looking at screens almost all the time. So the idea of using computers in this way shouldn't be all that new or challenging, and yet it seems to be for a lot of people. Why is that? Well, you know, there are several reasons, but we we use screens for entertainment. We use screens for productivity. We don't always use screens and haven't so far to do a lot of learning. And so it's a new way of thinking about our learning processes and how we can best not only learn ourselves, but help our students learn. And so thinking about that is often very different. And learning is a very different process than entertainment or productivity. And so I think that's part of why we feel this disconnect with what we're doing with learning. Is it possible for remote learning to be as effective, as rewarding as in-person instruction? It is, um, but there are some caveats to that because there are some types of instruction that really need that hands-on approach. Also, there are learners who learn best when they're in a situation with other people. We just learn differently. But with that said, there are some things that we can do with remote learning to make it very robust, to make it a very high quality so that we can learn and so that our kids can learn. And I know you're going to go into this in detail in the webinar that is coming up on Monday, uh, but for, for a lot of folks, <laughs> they're in sort of a crisis mode right now. We're a couple of weeks into the school year. Uh, I'm seeing almost daily on social media people complaining about technical difficulties, having trouble logging on, feeling like they're missing out. Students are getting panicked and really stressed about this. Is there one thing that, that a lot of parents could do immediately to try to make this a little bit easier or, you know, is it, it, I know everybody's situation is different, but what's kind of the, the most common problem that uh, the people could start to tackle right away? So let me, let me talk about a couple of things here. Number one is communication. 
communicating with the child's teacher and the child's school is critical. That communication has to go both ways and really seeing yourself as a partner with the school at this point. You know, most parents didn't go to college to become teachers. They're accountants. Um, they, they are professionals in other, in other settings, but they aren't teachers. And so um, they don't have the pedagogical background that teachers go through four, six, eight years of school and continuing education to continue to learn. And so they, they aren't going to be able to totally replace that teacher. But by partnering with that teacher and keeping the communication lines open and constant, they can really help their student learn. And then the other piece I want to address is the whole idea of the technology issues. And unfortunately, before the pandemic, we were pretty happy with the technology that we had across the country. And we didn't realize how many deserts that we have in high-speed internet. And so that makes it quite daunting for families who live in rural settings, families who before this just used the internet for entertainment or gaming. And so we have to rethink that whole piece about technology. And on our first night, um, one of the, uh, the, the folks who are going to join me from UIS is going to talk about technology issues and some of the things that parents should watch for as they're thinking about the technology components for their children. Talking with Dr. Vicki Cook, uh, Director of Online Learning at the University of Illinois Springfield. Again, we'll have details in just a couple of moments here about this uh, webinar Monday. First in a series to help people navigate uh, all the uh, the various challenges and opportunities involved with remote learning. Uh, but Dr. Cook, you, you mentioned something about keeping those lines of communication open. Obviously very important. Uh, parents may have uh, a couple of kids with maybe one or two teachers each and the upper grades maybe five or six teachers to deal with teachers have dozens of students though who may all be having some degree of difficulty whether it's with the material or the technology or some combination of both uh, you could see how quickly they could get overwhelmed by it uh, what support systems do teachers need and and does it seem from from what you're hearing uh, that teachers in the area are getting adequate support for their needs in all of this so some are. Some are receiving adequate support from their school. Some of the schools in the area are doing a really good job of communicating with parents through social media, through daily emails, through um, their, their learning management systems where they're sending out notifications to parents. Um, if I would say if your school is offering anything where you can get a notification, sign up for it immediately. That type of a notification will help you with most of the communication that you're going to need. Other schools are really struggling with this. They just did not have the infrastructure in place, and they haven't really figured out a good communication plan yet. So if your school has a committee, a parent group, who can assist the teachers and administrators with thinking through the issues, I would, I would recommend that you get on those groups and really help them think through what information do you need and what information do you need to share back with them so that they can help your students as much as possible get through this year. I have yet to talk to a teacher uh, who hasn't said they would much rather be back 
in a classroom with their students. Uh, they understand why that may not be practical right now, the dangers of the pandemic, uh, but they feel like uh, they are not uh, be able to give everything they could ordinarily give if they had that direct face-to-face contact. What do you think we're most missing out on in terms of the educational experience by being remote? And is there any way to make it up remotely? So, you know, we're missing out on that uh, that sense of connectedness. And we're finding that a lot of people, regardless of age, from 6 to 60, are dealing with senses of isolation in, throughout the pandemic. And I think teachers are the same way. And there is real Zoom fatigue People get so tired from being on camera for hours throughout the day. So those are all real issues, and it's causing stress. And I think that we're going to have to deal with that. Schools are going to have to deal with that for the teachers, and parents have to deal with it for themselves and for their kids. Thinking about how we manage our time and how we manage being on the camera And staying connected through the camera is difficult, but not getting isolated is really critical. And against that backdrop, uh, just a little bit more time spent on your computer on on a webinar might help you get some of the tools you need to navigate being on those platforms the rest of the time. It's a series of three webinars starting this coming Monday. So, Dr. Cook, tell people how they find this, how they sign up for it, how they participate in it. Sure. So the first one is Monday night at 6 p.m. To register for that, there is no cost, but we would like for you to register for that particular event, and you'll be sent a link once you register. And you can do that by going to uis.edu slash C-A-P-E. That's for our Continuing and Professional Education Unit, uis.edu slash C-A-P-E. And so this Monday. this Monday, uh, and again, mm-hmm. just talk a little bit more about the subject matter to be covered this this Monday. Yes. So this Monday, we're going to be um, really talking about how you can support your students' learning. We're going to talk about some tips and hints and kind of the seven pieces that parents need to think about in supporting their student most effectively. So we're going to guide parents through those seven items and then talk about some examples, um, some hands-on type examples that they can take and do immediately in their home. And this will last for about an hour, is that correct? Yeah, about an hour. The second half of it, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to really focus on the technology needs. And one of my colleagues, Kara McElrath, is going to talk about technology and how you can help your student with the technology, with just a few things that you do ahead of their session. And what then will you be covering in the future webinars later in September and in uh, mid-October? So on September 14th is our second one. Uh, and I'm sorry, that would, going... be, that would be on uh, the 28th? Oh, is that... 28th, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for Certainly. catching my error there. On September 28th, we're going to be talking about partnering with teachers and how important that partnership and building that for your child is. And then finally, the last on October 12th. On October 12th, we realize that there are a lot of parents who are struggling with 
support systems for students who may have special needs or who may have learning differences or have other areas outside of a normal, um, uh, the normal uh, learning objectives that we're going to be talking about in the other two. So just that support system that might be needed for students who could use some extra support. We're going to talk about where there are resources and how you might be able to find those or ask the right questions to be able to find those. Valuable resources for uh, families dealing with remote learning. Again, you can learn more by going to uis.edu slash C-A-P-E, Continuing and Professional Education, uis.edu slash C-A-P-E to learn more and to sign up for this free series of webinars. Dr. Vicki Cook, thank you so much for your time here this afternoon. Really appreciate the good information. Thank you, Jim.